0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. Podcasts. The ultra-Orthodox community is the fastest growing group in Israeli society and is set to make up 16% of Israel's population by the year 2030, according to a new report released today by the Israel Democracy Institute. The annual 2022 Statistical Report on Ultra-Orthodox Society in Israel assesses recent trends in the community in a range of areas, including standard of living, education, employment, social mobility, leisure and lifestyles. It found, amongst other things, that the poverty rate in Haredi society is about 44%, twice as high as the rest of the population. About two-thirds of Haradim today regularly use the internet, largely a result of the coronavirus pandemic although still less than the 94% average for internet use amongst all Jewish Israelis. The editors of the statistical report say challenges remain in the integration of the ultra-Orthodox in employment, and time will tell how the policies of the new government, which includes members of the ultra-Orthodox parties, will affect these trends. Reporter Nomi Segal heard more from Dr. Gilad Malach, director of Ultra-Orthodox in Israel program at the Israel Democracy Institute, who edited the report together with Dr. Lee Kahaneer.
1: First of all, regarding population, we're talking about almost million.3 uh, million point three, uh, uh, ultra-Orthodox in Israel, and they are more than 13% of the population uh, in Israel. This group is uh, growing uh, rapidly, I mean, around 4% per year. We also show that they are getting married earlier than others and uh, having children earlier than others. I mean, uh, uh, the first uh, child for, for men is 24 compared to 31, and then uh, for women it's 23 compared to 29. So so there is a, a difference in fertility rate, in age of marriage, and, and, and that's the reasons for the rapid growth.
2: What about uh, socioeconomic trends, poverty, lifestyle? I can say
1: that in general, the, the percent that under the poverty line are very high within the ultra-Orthodox society. It's uh, around uh, 44% compared to around 20% in the in, uh, in the overall population in Israel, and uh, just a bit more than 10% in the non-Haredi uh, Jews population in Israel. And the reasons for that are clear. It's connected to uh, the the low participation rate in the labor market, uh, especially for men. Women, and we will talk about it, are... Uh, working almost in the same percentages as, as non-Haredi women. But even uh, 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 ultra-Orthodox that are working, earning much less than uh, non, uh, non-Haredi that works. I mean, if we co- compare men to men, the ultra-Orthodox men uh, uh, earn just 53%, almost half, than non-Ultra-Orthodox worker. So this is one of the main reasons for the difference and also the fact that the families are very big. So if if you earn less and you need to feed more, you are most probably you will be under in the poverty line.
2: What about uh, the percentage of those who are going to work? What kind of representation was there or trends compared to previous years?
1: I can say that uh, it's very interesting. I mean, regarding to women, we see a process, a constant process of integrating uh, in the in the labor market. You know, uh, 20 years ago, in 2003, their participant was around a bit more than 50%, and now, at 2022, we are talking about 80%, almost like the non-ultra-orthodox uh, Jewish women, which is uh, 82%. So, so. Uh, there is a, a process of closing the gaps. Uh, regarding to men, it's more complicated. Uh, it used to be a very low percentage. Uh, I mean, they used to participate 20 years ago, maybe 35% of the, the, the ultra-orthodox men. And uh, there was a jump throughout the years until 2015 towards 50%. And uh, at the last few years, seven years, we can say there was a stability around 50% participant. And at the last, the the last year, actually the last nine, uh, nine, month, nine months of of 2022, we saw a jump from 51 to 53.5. It's it's a jump that seven years we didn't see. So it's very interesting. Uh, and uh, we hope that this process—it's uh, not just uh, this year—and it will continue in the future.
2: What factors might have contributed to that?
1: I mean, in general, it's it's connected to the uh, economical situation and the pressure uh, that the the ultra orthodox households has to have that make them to to uh, the, that make also the men the haredi men to go to work. So in general, these are things uh, that are connected to the Israeli society: inflation, uh, uh, the the price of uh, housing, the, the growing uh, uh, price for buying uh, houses and mortgages. So so this. Uh, Make also the men, the young, ready men that needs to pay all these payments to go to work. But I can say that the the last year there was another reason which was connected to the government. I mean, the 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 the, the last the previous government was government that the the ultra orthodox parties weren't part of it. There were less budgets towards the ultra orthodox households or to uh, Yeshivot and Koilelim. So this also made some of the youngsters, it uh, made them uh, to to participate in the labor market, to enter to this uh, market.
2: I'd like to talk a bit more about how the government policies affect uh, the trends that are happening, but also another component is what about education? I mean, when we're talking about governments, there certainly have been programs also to integrate the community into the workforce, as well as to integrate them into academic institutions?
1: So we can see there, is, there are some, some good news and bad news. I mean, in general, I think that the good news is that there is a very nice process of uh, ultra-Orthodox students studying in higher education institutes. And uh, I mean, 10 years ago, uh, uh, there was around 5,000 students and nowadays we are talking about 15,000 uh, students so there is a nice jump in the overall numbers of, of, of students. We also uh, uh, see that the, the, the number there is a decrease in the number of dropouts uh, students. So most of the students who are studying complete their studies. The values are that the, the the subjects are mainly uh, the education uh, field, meaning uh, almost 60% of the um, B, BA, the bachelor degree, get it in, in, in education, meaning that most probably that they will be teachers, they will work within the community, and they won't get they won't enter to uh, quality uh, salaries and high salaries. So so regarding this fact, we, we need that more ultra-Orthodox students will study engineering and will study other uh, higher earning uh, uh, subjects.
2: So looking at all of these factors and the fact that now we do have a government with the ultra-Orthodox parties represented... How do you think these policies will affect these trends? The policies that the new government is going to try to seek.
1: Yes, I, I can. I can tell you that I'm in a worry that that the current government uh, uh, won't just uh, cancel some of the uh, policies of the previous government, and, and not just that it will bring will bring more budgets, but. but uh, the current government will be will bring a lot of budgets, especially for uh, yeshiva students and people who are studying a lot of years. We see almost a double uh, budget for for uh, these students. We see much more budgets for the education ultra orthodox education system and also a kind of new food stamps for uh, households that are in a bad con- economical conditions, which includes, again, ultra-Orthodox that are studying Torah. So the incentives uh, to go to work uh, will be uh, uh, weaker than, than the current incentives. So so I'm afraid that the process that we saw at the last year uh, of j- a jump in their participant uh, rate in the labor market won't continue next year, and we might even see a decrease in the, in the number of participants in the labor market again towards fifty percent or maybe even even lower than that.
2: so in a sense, some of these sought after policies could perhaps end up perpetuating some of the challenges and difficulties that the community has grappled with.
1: Yes, I mean, at the end of the day, the ultra orthodox society uh, uh, react to to policies, and if the the policy incentivizes their motivation to go to work, more of them will go to work, and uh, if the situation is the opposite, some of them more more will decide not to go to work, and I'm afraid that the, the ultra orthodox politicians although they understand the the meaning for for uh, the fact that uh, some of the households or some of the men won't go to work not just for for the household itself but for the whole economy of the state of israel but they prefer to preserve the status of uh, uh, the prestigious status of uh, students who are studying torah and it might be something that will uh, cause effect on the prosperity of the whole state of Israel.